Hi there. I have missed you. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while, hasn't it? Um, I hope everyone is well and keeping safe and strong and being kind to themselves. Um, I want to start off by just saying thank you for everyone that has listened to an episode recently, for everyone that's listening right now, everyone that's, you know, listened to all the back episodes, um, to everyone that has followed the Instagram and is just trying to do their best to um, stay in touch with the content and uh, to support uh, the podcast. Thank you. I appreciate each and every one of you so much. Um, I was looking at analytics for the podcast and I see we have listeners from, I mean, the majority is in Kenya and Maze, Watuangu Maze. Thank you. Thank you for the support. Um, we also have people tuning in from the States, from Canada, from Germany. I think I know who that is. Um, from South Africa, from the United Kingdom and from France, man. Thank you. Thank you to everyone that's listening. Thank you for all your support. I see you. I see you very much. Um, yeah, I recently hit a milestone. <laughs> it's a small milestone, but it's uh, very, very um, rewarding to see people connecting with the content. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about was just like, I don't know how to say this, but to highlight um, the cases of femicide that have um, taken place in Kenya in the recent um, few months. Um, there was actually um, a report by Nation that they published on their website, nation.africa, and it was reviewing the cases of femicide from April 2020 to April of 2021, and it was depressing. Everyone, please stay safe. I mean, this is difficult because it's like, you know, telling people to be safe when I believe that we should tell, I mean, the people who are doing those bad things should just not do them. But it's happening. Realistically, it's happening. So please take care of your beautiful selves. Know that you deserve to be safe and you deserve to be to live and to realize your potential. I just wanted to start with that. Um, okay, so today's episode, we're going to be discussing um, the dark side of Matatu culture. Now, for anyone not really familiar with uh, Matatus, or yeah, I should say that Matatus are public transport vehicles in, in Kenya. They are um, privately owned um, but they operate in in groups in sort of um, in groups that are uh, based upon um, location they are location based groups and they are called circles which I think is a what does circle stand for <laughs> Kenyans help me out circle <laughs> savings and what Wikipedia doesn't, I mean, Google doesn't know this savings circle, circle, savings and what? Yes, savings and credit cooperative organization. So most matatus operate within 
um, organizations like this. I mean, there are regulatory bodies. There is a lot of licensing, especially currently, that's required to operate. And I think that is why there is a lot of traceability for these incidents nowadays because all matatus to be on the road have to go through some sort of rigorous registration. Um, the vehicle has to be inspected and regulated. I mean, the vehicle has to be inspected and licensed. And the operators, often there's a driver um, who drives the matatu and then someone called a con conductor um, who collects money and um, what also does, like alerts the driver um, when to stop, when there's someone that needs to be let off. So yeah, there's someone in the front driving and then usually someone um, who's in the area where the passengers are. And then there are also what are called, so there are also people who sort of, how can I put this, they try and attract passengers to their own vehicles. They are privately operated and there's competition often, so um, there are always um, crew on the ground at the Matatu Termini trying to get passengers to get into uh, one vehicle or the other, you know. So um, if you live in Kenya and you use public transport, um, I'm sure you're very familiar with this, or if you have at some point visited Kenya, um, the culture can create, it can be an unsafe space. And I think there's evidence for it. Um, don't come for me, but there is evidence for it. This particular topic, I feel very strongly about because it affected my family. I'm going to try and give this story while still being respectful to the privacy of the person that this story is about. So please bear with me if I do not give too many details. Um, but it, I think it's important to say that this happened in the early 90s, early to mid 90s. And, um, and this is what happened. So this happened to a couple of my relatives and um, I don't want to give the direct uh, relation. <laughs> I'm going to be really, really, really sketchy with the details, but I hope that the story will still come across. Um, so a couple of my relatives, both female, this is in the 90s, um, they were at a matatu terminus and they were taking a matatu or waiting. So they were looking to board a matatu from, let's call it somewhere in central province and trying to get back to Nairobi. So at the terminus, they see a matatu that's headed, headed their way and um, the matatu conductor the matatu conductor beckons to them and they go in. And actually, one of the, so there were two of them. The first one starts to board the matatu. So there were two of them and the first one starts to board the matatu. And as the other one is behind trying to board, it appears that they spot another matatu in competition with them and they, or the driver feels that this female relative of mine, the one who has boarded, is boarding too slowly. And I don't know how they come to the decision to push her out of the matatu. But at this point, the matatu has already begun to move. So one of my relatives managed to get on, but she was pushed out and she fell while the matatu was moving. And the matatu just 
it kept driving or the driver kept driving but there was uproar from the passengers and they had to stop and eventually um a number of my relatives got involved um the my my relative who had been injured was taken to hospital the matatu was um impounded at the police station and the crew were arrested and um yeah i'm not um i won't give too much more detail beyond that but i remember hearing the story and just being shocked by the whole thing and sort of to feel unsafe when i took public transport because i kept thinking about that thing that happened if you have been following the news for the last decade or so there have been some very very disturbing incidents that took place in and around matatus and around the culture today what we'll be talking about was the story that um or the news story that is that uh, made me think about doing this episode because of how much it reminded me uh, about my own family's story in february of 2021 on amatatu that was on it was near a place in kenya a town in kenya called juja so in a town um called near a town called juja there was an incident where two people uh two passengers were thrown out of a moving vehicle the people the passengers who were thrown out were identified as Judy Wanjiko Nyaga and John Joroge and the news uh reports say that state that the two had been in had had a di- disagreement over the bus fare with the conductor of the matatu two passengers had been pushed out of a moving matatu near the town of Juja in Kenya and one of the passengers identified as Judy Wanjiko Nyaga and she was 26 she died on um her way to hospital and the news reports then go on to say that um Um as far as I can tell from my research the driver and the conductor fled uh, the scene and as far as I can tell they have not been apprehended um the news report I'm referring to talks about um some clues about where the matatu could have been from um, and the matatu itself has been towed to a police station but nothing about the driver or the conductor or the crew basically of the matatu not too much about that so this young woman was in a matatu um had an argument about fare um allegedly had an argument about fare with the conductor and ended up being thrown out of the matatu together with another passenger um there's not much said about him 2 years ago Now this is 2 years ago and this is a different group of matatus um this is now a matatu operating within Nairobi and there was a woman who had been thrown out of the matatu um I didn't find what the disagreement had been about in that particular case but what I did find was that um there had been ac- action taken against um sadly it was not against the 
So this is what they did. They took action against the Matatu. The Matatu was impounded and the licenses of the crew were revoked. But what what this got me thinking about was people have been killed. So two people have lost their lives. So um, I understand banning the Matatu from the roads and um, revoking licenses. But what about the murder or manslaughter aspect of it? Um, the incidences of violence um, from something like this, people being pushed out of the vehicle and dying, um, to even sexual assault and rape. And there was actually a very, very brutal assault from a few years ago that... So the case I'm talking about happened in 2014. And there was a woman who was um, stripped naked and sexually assaulted within a matatu that was headed to a place in Nairobi called Gedurai. And the people were arrested and actually uh, went through the judicial system and received a very, very, very harsh sentence, uh, which I think is just. They were sentenced to death. Um, so I believe that these people are on death row right now. Um, um, because they had actually robbed her, they were um, charged with robbery with violence and sexual assault. So the death sentence was for the robbery with violence. And for the sexual assault, they were each given 25 years. Um, the justice system is a bit funny, like, how will they serve the 25? Anyway, I know it doesn't really work like that. But, um, yes, so for the for that particular case, it seems that the judicial system, you know, did their work. That the judicial system came through for this woman. Um, I mean, there's... I don't know what we can say about the trauma of having gone through that, but um, it's good to see a win on this side. Um, there is a paper that was published by Bogwa Wamungai and David A. Sampa, and it's about personal experience narratives in public passenger transportation in Nairobi, Kenya. And I mean, let me read for you what they say at the beginning of this paper. They say, personal experience narratives about riding on Kenya's public passenger vehicles, commonly called matatu, form part of Nairobi residents' everyday conversations. These first-person, single-episodic narratives describe experiences of verbal and physical abuse, theft, hijacking, and violence, and women use them to describe sexual harassment and rape. So, okay. Personal experience narratives help Nairobi's commuters cope with traumatic events and deal with the anger and frustration associated with riding in Matatu. And they function as an informal information system. They provide strategies for dealing with the problems and personal risks associated with Matatu and articulate a powerful commentary on life in a large African metropolis. 
I believe that there is much much room for improvement um, much much room for creation of a space that everybody can feel safe um, because public transportation is invaluable it's so necessary um, I've had the pleasure and the privilege of visiting our nearby neighbor uh, Rwanda um, and you know living there for some time and I used public transport almost exclusively almost exclusively and you know the the, the differences chalk and cheese um I think you know I don't like to compare but we could really borrow a leaf there because you can see how the transport there it feels safe for everyone for children for everybody and i feel that in a situation like that once you can make it once you consider the least what is it called in, in mathematics the least common denominator i don't know what i'm trying to express but once you make what i'm trying to say is once you make matatu safe for children and women i believe that everybody will be able to feel safe in them and um the reason i'm doing this episode is is for that i want to advocate for reform within our matatu system our, our matatu transport within our transport system um and also just to bring awareness because i believe that a lot of women go through um a lot um while traveling in matatus and sure women will discuss this amongst ourselves but often i feel that there could be a group that never get to hear these conversations and also never get to be aware that this is a thing that's happening um yeah hopefully this sheds some light on that um you know let's talk let's let's make things better it's, i think it can be um yeah so This is probably going to be my one of my shorter episodes. Um I just wanted to say thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> um until next time. Take care of yourself and be safe. Be kind. Bye.